0: Kirsten Jari says he's 100% healthy, and you know what? I believe him, but there's still a lot to be proven. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also happen to offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates, the other two teams in town that I cover. Jari hooked up remotely from his home in Edmonton, Alberta with the local media yesterday. And before I even get into what he said, I got to tell you, I was a little more interested in the fact that he was there at all. I don't know that there was any expectation on this end that he would just have an access period. He did sign the contract and wasn't made available at that time. That's generally when that either happens or doesn't happen. So the fact that there was a hookup at all, we're still two months out from the team reporting to Cranberry for training camp, was, I don't know. I don't know. I I can't know if that was something that was on his end, whether it was on media relations end, whether it was on management's end. but. Whatever the case, he was there, and he did answer questions, uh, not all of which were going to be comfortable in the circumstances, given that I think there's an understanding that not a lot of people are wild about trusting him with a five-year contract that's going to pay him $5 million plus over the course of each of those years. It's putting a lot of faith not only... In someone who hasn't gotten the job done from a performance standpoint, but of way bigger concern, hasn't gotten it done from the games played standpoint. So he did address the ailing elephant in the room, if you will. Signing a long-term deal, you want to be able to perform and you want to be able to do everything in your power to be able to perform. So that's what this summer has been about, just being able to be healthy and push myself every day, get stronger and just get better. I think that's something that I really wanted to do and really wanted to strive for this year is just work really close with Kyle and the strength staff and Sully and to be able to come back the best version of myself. And I think that'll do nothing but help the team. So he's healthy, he sounds eager, he sounds energetic, he sounds ready to prove people wrong, and he sounds, most importantly, and what have we been talking about as it relates to Jari on this show for a while, that he's ready to take some real instruction as it relates to getting into the kind of shape that will help either manage this injury, mitigate its effects, or do away with it. I shared with you guys here a couple of times, and I don't mean to do this and sound you know, like, ooh, I know something and you don't. I, I know what his injury was. I'm not at liberty to disclose it based on the way the information was given. But this is a manageable thing. This is something that can be not just treated, but healed. It's not an unconditional, oh my God, he's done forever. It requires significant exercise. It requires significant commitment. It requires significant drive. But at the beginning, and I'm not telling you anything that you don't know yourself if you ever tried to commit to. It any kind of training regimen that's new to you, that's uncomfortable to you, you need somebody to kick you in the rear end. That's what Kyle Dubas brought up right to Jari's face when he flew up to Edmonton. That's what Mike Sullivan had been alternately peeved about or disappointed about over the course of last season. It's not that Jari's out of shape. It's not that he's lazy. It's that there's a certain level of commitment that's required to maintaining this thing. And he's got to have the support system around him. You heard him mention himself that he needs to have the training staff and everybody else on top of things, the strength and conditioning staff. Well, okay. I mean, better late than never. Better to acknowledge it than not. Now, Jari could have just told everybody what the injury is. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I'm not sure why he didn't or doesn't. Other than maybe it's just, you know, it's a hockey thing. Ooh, can't tell anybody even in the middle of July. But for him to come out, face the questions face the set of circumstances that he's in address as he did the weight of the contract, the weight of having uh, a team that's got Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang put their faith in the remainder the fading remainder of their careers in you without whom they have no chance whatsoever of succeeding that's good Getting in front of that, that's really good. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Mike, who asks DK, remember the 2016 playoff series against the Capitals? How Washington couldn't hit what it couldn't catch. Are the Penguins fast in a different way now? A couple different responses to you here, Mike. One is that as someone who covered the 2016 series up close in both Pittsburgh and down in DC, the Capitals most definitely caught and hit. Oh my God, did they hit the Penguins. In 2016 and 2017, it remains surprising to me not that the Penguins got past the Capitals, not even that they went on to win the Cup, it's that they didn't die. They were hit like no team I've ever covered in my life at any level or any stage of a season got hit. They were brutalized. Most of the guys who I interviewed, on the ice in Nashville after the second of those cups, and at that time, players really didn't care in the off season if they told you about their injuries. That's now become a new thing in the NHL. They don't even tell you in the offseason for the most part. They would say, Oh, yeah, this over here, I got a broken hand, I got a wrist here, this finger's busted, my shoulders thrown out of whack. When did you get them? I'd ask. Every single answer was Washington, Washington, Washington. So they definitely got hit. Now, your point stands that the Penguins won with not just speed, but uncommon speed. They were able to do things pretty much by way of a surprise attack with that roster construction combined with Mike Sullivan's system. And it it just worked. It overwhelmed teams. They weren't prepared for it. They weren't built for it. Everyone thought that the way to win a cup was to do what the Blackhawks, the Kings, and other teams like that had been doing, which was to be the big bad Western roster, you know? And those Penguins came along and they generated so many shot attempts, controlled so much possession that no matter how much you hit them, uh, cheap or otherwise, They were going to generate so much offense that they were just going to score more goals than you were. Are they a different kind of fast right now? I'm not sure if that's a euphemism you're throwing at me or if you really mean it, but I'm going to presume that you do. This team is not going to be super fast. And you can start with its greatest strength, that of course being the top six. You look at who's part of that group, and you're not counting a whole lot of guys that are very fast, you know? I mean, Sid and Gino can still move, not like they used to. I don't know that you'd put them right now in some sort of high speed category. Jake Gensel's never been that player. Ricard Raquel can move. I don't know that you'd call him fast. Brian Russ can fly. He just can't do anything else anymore for some reason. You can see how that comes back and Riley Smith isn't going to be that guy either. He's not a burner. Good skater, but not somebody who's gonna, you know, light the blades on fire. And now that you're focused on a bottom six as we've been talking about this week with, you know, Lars Eller, Noah Chari, Matt Nieto, we're we're also not talking about burners in that category either. Defensively, they're not super fast. I've been bemoaning that for quite some time. So, you know, what do you do with that? How do you make that work? Is Sullivan now finally going to be moved to change his system or to alter it in some ways where you don't take as many risks? You don't do as much pinching with the defenseman? I doubt it. But then, you know, there's a new boss in town. So maybe, maybe. We'll see, I guess. I appreciate the question. I'm afraid I didn't give you that much of an answer other than that they're not that fast at Let's do it again Monday, everybody.